Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. This isn't the biggest bag over the head punch in the face I ever got. God damn it! Son. looking for any last-minute gift ideas for me I have one I like Frank Shirley my boss right here tonight I want him brought from his happy holiday slumber over there in Melody Lane with all the other rich people and I want him brought right here with a big ribbon on his head and I want to look him straight in the eye and I want to tell him what a cheap lying no good rotten four flushing low-life snake licking dirt eating inbred overstuffed ignorant blood Sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is. Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? I'm gonna get it. I know I'm gonna get it. I can't wait. Every little step brings me closer to the gift. Can't be late. Rip it open in a second and it's time to play. I was up all night. Anticipation, feeling electric, jewels of jubilation. You tied Carol from the local congregation. Make it tough to hold my patience. Check. Alright, welcome everybody to podcast number 56. Where your childhood goes to die. Oh shit. <laughs> uh well, it's better than the alternative. The hand job of podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's good enough. But you know what I really want. <laughs> By the way, if you haven't seen uh, Donald Glover's uh, Weirdo, you have to check out that one hour special. You should special. be watching it. <laughs> it's funny. Good. Uh, why? <laughs> <laughs> he made a lot of interesting points in that whole thing, though. Yeah, he did. Especially about kids. Yeah, I know. Where, yeah, if you... <laughs> AIDS or kids... AIDS wins by this much. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm sure a lot of you are getting ready for the Christmas holiday that happens this weekend. And um, I'm sure some of you are pissed off because you probably have to go to work the day after the <laughs> Christmas. <Yeah. laughs> Instead of it falling on a Friday or a Monday, you actually have to go back. It falls on a Sunday this year. Uh, but... Uh, 
you, what are you doing for the holidays? I'm coming to your house. <laughs> Catch that Doctor Who special. That's right. The Christmas special. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Got early work Christmas Eve, and then I'm off Christmas Day. So honestly, when you really think about it, if you're not traveling, what are you really doing? For I mean, you're just gonna be in the house. It's not. Yeah. It's not one of those holidays. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's not like the Fourth of July or something where you're barbecuing, getting drunk. Well, well, yeah. Do we really need an excuse? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know. Being so close to Mexico. Oh. 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 You know what I found out? <laughs> that um, they celebrate Thanksgiving in Mexico. And I was like, why? What? Because my, um, someone I know was going to Mexicali um, to celebrate Thanksgiving. I was like, it's Mexicali a, is not really Mexico. No, it's Mexico. It's not we've, really we've, we've We're done with it. <laughs> we passed the toys. No, but I mean these are Mexicans. They're they're not Mexicans. They're Mexicans. No, they um they they were born and raised in Mexico. They they don't have any affiliation with America, and they're celebrating Thanksgiving. And I go, you know, I've been thinking for a while why you would celebrate an American holiday in Mexico. But I have one question to really validate my my theories. How much alcohol do you consume on <laughs> <Exactly>. Mexican Thanksgiving? <laughs> and they go, yeah, people get pretty wasted. Yeah. yeah. You celebrate Canadian Boxing Day, too? <laughs> sad. Just sad. Yeah, any excuse to drink. Oh, one of those, oh yeah. The, the, the Dutch have this holiday. <laughs> so we're going to celebrate this particular holiday, which allows us to drink. Yeah. Okay. At least us Irish are celebrating holidays they we probably, actually have. Do they celebrate St. Patrick's Day? They probably do. They probably do. Bastards. <laughs> They celebrate. They must be celebrating holidays every day. Ah. Uh, anyway, racism is fun. <laughs> we might lose some of you. But, uh, <laughs> that was funny. Uh, so uh, before we started the podcast today, I actually had to. I haven't turned on my Xbox 360 in in a while for good reason. <laughs> well, mine can turn on. Um, uh, That's good. See, <laughs> that's good reason for me not to like it. Uh, but uh, I finally did that dashboard update. Uh, now, for those of you that... So you could be more Metro. <laughs> it, I don't know. I, Yeah, it looks very the, it looks very Metro the way it's supposed. And Metro is not simply... It's not the look. It's We're saying it's Windows new tablet OS. Yeah. Um, Since Microsoft didn't get the memo, they think everything's a tablet. Yeah. Um, but uh, it actually looks a little cleaner than it did when we first turned it on. I, 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 I like the fact that everything fits on the screen. Yeah, as opposed to that long where you see part of something on the side, but it kind of continues yeah. on. Uh, the voice activation works pretty well, unless you're searching for anything from Apple. Or uh, yeah, surprisingly, surprisingly, and and uh, although it did bring up uh, Mario, uh, the, the TV show, the though, Super Mario count. Brothers Super Show, and um, it did give us some music for Legend of Zelda. That is true. But, I mean, but, who yeah. can deny the epicness of, of the yeah. Zelda theme? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> uh, I, the connect portion? Little, little touchy. Little, not touchy, because that implies that it actually worked. Um, uh, sporadic. So, sporadic during that. The voice recognition, though. That was kind of cool. Yes, the voice recognition. And, and it was cool, because I was trying to do this on purpose, but both... Um, Nomad and I were were saying were speaking at the same time, yeah. and it was right off the bat. I mean, it was two distinctly different voices, 
and it was having no problem. Yeah, and we it, didn't have to train it first. Yeah, we didn't have shit. to do anything like that. You know, I would do a search, and then Sapien would do a search, and it'll pick it up. And uh, so that was cool. Uh, just to wake up the Xbox, you got to shout Xbox, and then tell it to go fuck itself. And, <laughs> Which uh, I did, I think, five times. Yeah, Xbox, go fuck yourself. It doesn't do anything, it just stands there. Although, we thought this was a little lame at first, but when we really thought about it, we thought, yeah, that's probably a good thing. You can't do a shut-off yeah. with the voice command, which actually could be kind of cool, because yeah. if you're you playing... accidentally do it. Yeah, you're playing a game and you have a douchebag friend that comes in, Xbox, turn off, you know, right in the middle of your game. Fuck. Fuck you. Fuck. Um, although, the Bing search was kind of cool, like we that's did, obviously... Open, yeah. We did. We didn't do Arkham City at first. We did Arkham Asylum. Yeah, and, and just because I wanted to test like the um, the censorship of it, I said uh, Bing Sasha Gray, and it like froze. Yeah, <laughs> it's just too, too much. much. Too, too much, much going too much. on. She has done a lot of films. Yeah, she has. But uh, so it, it's kind of it's kind of cool. I like the fact that everything is there. You can even do you know you can shout out the different pages you want to go to. Um, if you're doing, if you use the connect, uh, it's cool cause you can kind of swipe yeah. to move the page along. So there, there's some cool features with it. Um, I think it looks better than the old, the, uh, old dashboard. Yeah. Uh, it does. Although if you, I never liked that, what was it? The second one? Yeah. I never that. liked that one. It yeah. was stupid. I like, I missed the blades one at that point. Oh yeah. Like, that I like one the back. old blades one. Yeah. But uh, it's not it's not bad. It's actually um, a little cool, especially if you want to do voice commands. Uh, but you can still use the controller. You have the controller option. So that's cool that they didn't take that yeah. away from you. So you have three ways to do it. If you don't want to... Some of us aren't sucking the proverbial connect um, cock. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yet. <laughs> yeah. We all will be eventually. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I but. never liked the connect. I'll be completely honest. I bought it for my, my children. Um, I had no interest in it. In the technology, of course. But, but for game applications, I was like, eh, you know, whatever. Um, but you got to remember, too, Sapien doesn't like to move at all. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Wii thing, I was like, really? i got to move my hands? You know, <laughs> now, no, I didn't like it just because... How do you masturbate, then? Yeah, I know. It's, a, it's, it's whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the problems I have with the Kinect are... And it's not the technology. Is is something like this always breeds... The, Stupidest video games, um, the dancing craze now, yeah. and I mean it's just like, oh my god, exercise, never... fuck that shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like this technology is not going to breed more um, Arkham Cities and more Skyrims. It's going to breed more just dances and yeah. I mean, but like you know when we saw uh, Ghost Recon for E3, and then they had how you can do the gun yeah uh, replacement with that's kind of cool. You know I played um. Killzone 3 with that move with the gun and had it set up in the store that was pretty badass dude like I wouldn't want to play the whole game with it but it was it was pretty sick yeah. I mean if, if it can has a reaction time like I, like I was saying with uh, E3 you know when they're like okay you want to reassemble a gun you just move your hands and it yeah. expands and you can do all this cool shit with it that's cool but yeah I understand the whole dance craze and all that stuff and before it was the singing stuff and so you know I, I agree with that I understand that but if they can find the cool- is a giant fail I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> it's just not my thing. Like, yeah. I'm just not into that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, I do want the, the move. I don't know why. And you know what? I think it's just me. I think I'm like, I want Linux. or I, want, I always want the thing everyone else doesn't want. <laughs> 
You want to be that douche? I want to be the douche. I want to pull the fucking arrow out of the quiver and line it. That looks so sick. I'll just do that once and then put it down. Never touch it again. <laughs> and that game sorcery coming out, that looks pretty sick. But we're trailing on into different things. Yeah. So. So. All right. Well, I think on that note, time to get into some news. <sighs> Speaking of quivers and bows. Oh oh, 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 I am first, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um. I'm actually getting tired of talking to Sky about Skyrim, to be completely honest really, with you. Really? Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's news. What do you want me to do? Um, <laughs> Skyrim has been getting a lot of negative press lately when it comes to glitches. Uh, this doesn't seem to be affecting sales at all, with 10 million copies of the Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls V Skyrim already being shipped. That represents 650 million in potential sales. Of course, the 10 million is shipped, is shipped titles, not sold, but it's not like the sales have been slacking. To point out that fact, Xenomax, the distributor of the game, is, is that the. It sounds more like Cinemax. Skinemax. Whoa, hey. Whatever, whatever tickles your pickle, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, points out that Skyrim has outsold all other PC titles by a factor of 3 to 1 in the month since its release. Currently, the game holds the fastest selling game in Steam's history. Of course, Star Wars The Old Republic is set to take the top <laughs> spot next week, but no one thought it would last forever. Um, I also have the full press release of what I've just said, if you want to read it more eloquently typed out, um, on thelazygeeks.com. But, you really think about it, though, how many action RPGs are brand new right now? (laughs) You know what I mean? You can count Batman. Yeah, I mean, you can count that. You know, but for a traditional fantasy, it's an Elder Scrolls game, you know, whatever. But, um... That's all I had to really say. So, you know. <laughs> Word. Word. Um, well, if you hated the uh, Warner Brothers booth at Comic-Con for the last few years, then you'll be more than likely abhorred by next year, I if the rumors are cool. true. Uh, it just gets so crowded over there, and it just... It, well, I'm thinking about the DC booth. Yeah, the DC booth was cool, but the Warner Brothers Studios one gets I don't think freaking I crazy. <laughs> yeah, it, it seems that Warner Brothers wants to consolidate their floor space in the upcoming 2012 yeah, San Diego Comic-Con by merging both the Warner Brothers movie section with the DC comic space. Now, according to Bleeding Cool, it seems that Warner wants to merge the two sides... And the Comic-Con officials have begun contacting other publishers to see if they would like to take over the spot. DC's director of events, Fletcher Chu Fong, is opposed to the switch, but we have to wait and see if it truly does happen. After 2010's disaster at the Warner Brothers booth, many people started online petitions to have Warners try to change the way they did things. Instead, they continued with the crowded and impassable walkways, which made it difficult for fans and attendees to make it through. The DC booth wasn't all that impressive last year, with the four corners were devoted to handing out free comics. Uh, while we still haven't heard anything about when tickets are going on sale for the upcoming Comic-Con, it seems to be later than usual for the organization. And I use the term organization loosely, as they have proven to be anything but organized. We will keep you informed as anything regarding Comic-Con when news becomes available. Um, I, I, yeah, because when we were at Comic-Con... The DC booth was very wide, but yeah, it was the four corners. They were handing out free comics and shit. Yeah. And you can get. I to mean, those. It, it was organized, clean. I mean, but they were focusing. <coughs> the thing that I liked about the DC booth was the focus on Arkham City. There was a yeah. huge screen. They were they were doing live demos and stuff like that. There was a cute chick playing. That's always a plus. Um, they also had um, basically the DC booth was Batman booth with a few yeah. free comic books. I mean, let's be honest, but 
Well, um, yeah, so that like they're going to advertise DC Universe Online. Yeah. Aww. Aww. Which actually has um, been doing well now. But <laughs> yeah, when it's free, it's always Yeah, and then better. also this was before the um, reboot, reboot of the comic line. So that all they had to talk about was, was Arkham City. Arkham City and then whatever Flashpoint had at that point. Which was nothing. No, not really. Um, <laughs> As we remember from that panel. The statues were sick right there. Yeah. They had um, the costumes from the movie. Um... Oh yeah, from Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty. It was pretty cool. It was pretty I, cool, I, but it did get crowded because there were so many lines. Because there were four things to stand in line yeah. for. And then too, you got um, and then with the Warner's booth, it gets pretty crazy over there because then they have, um, you know, celebrity signings and stuff like that. So it just gets way too crowded in that booth, and everybody wants autographs as opposed to free comics. Yeah. Nowadays, so that Fail. should be a giant clusterfuck for next year. Which can be fun if it's done right. Speaking of clusterfucks. Oh. Speaking of them. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, so it looks like the PS3 is not going to have any more Linux. Well, no, no Linux officially. For you. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> last year, last year, a lawsuit was filed against Sony for taking out the option to install Linux on the PS3. Well, technically, other OS. Other but OS. Let's yeah. be real. Um, no one was installing a. OS 10 on their PS3. Um, after a few more... Some people styling Windows. Yeah. After a few more cases for the same reason were filed, the judge combined them into a single super case. What? After all this time, the judge decided to dismiss the case. Um, U.S. District Judge Richard Seaborg granted Sony a motion to dismiss the case using the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act. Um, Seaborg says there was insufficient facts presented to hold Sony liable. So, let's go with the quote. The dismay and frustration at least some at least some PS3 owners likely experienced when Sony made the decision to limit access to the PSN service to those who were willing to disable the other OS feature on their machines was no doubt genuine and understandable. As a matter of providing customer satisfaction and building loyalty, it may have been questionable, Seaborg wrote. As a matter as a legal matter, however, plaintiffs have failed to allege facts or articulate a theory on which Sony may be held liable. Um, don't expect don't expect to see a repeat of this lawsuit either. Sony recently changed its terms of service, waiving users' ability to bring class action lawsuits <laughs> against the company. Microsoft followed in Sony's footsteps on that one soon after. Um, <laughs> Gee, Nintendo, really? <laughs> and Nintendo didn't because they don't really have to yeah. because they have no capability. Um, so <laughs> we actually both wrote an article about this. We didn't really realize. Because um, we're both awesome. That's why we, it's, we wrote two articles. Um, both di- both different points of view. No, yeah, I mean, mine didn't really have a point of view, but... Um, I, <laughs> like most of yours. I just tell you the news, man. You know, I'm unbiased. Uh, but my point of view is this. I had, and this is what I told Nomad, I had a an emotional response and a logical response. My emotional response was, Sony's a fucking asshole. Because... <laughs> I love Linux, and that would be awesome. I, I, When I originally wanted the PlayStation 3, it was because it could play Linux. By the time I got enough money to buy it, I wasn't allowed to put Linux. And it was right at the time that I bought the fucking piss me off. Anyway, <laughs> my logical response was, it's their system. Right. They can do what they want with it. Now, people are saying, well, they just started doing it. Well, they have the capability to do this now. If they could have did this with the PS1, believe me, they oh, would have yeah. did shit, too. I mean, it's it's not like it's not like they were just holding back until the 21st century. Yeah, and that was one of the things that, that I noted in mind was the fact that um, when you're dealing with 
uh, especially a, comp a, a proprietary company that is out to go ahead and make something for the masses, it's their property. You don't have technically a right to tell them what they can and cannot do. Yes. Um, if there's a law against it, then yeah, then most likely. But if you you can't say, oh, well, I bought it under false pretenses because it doesn't really fly because you don't have to do the update. Yeah, of course, the downside is you don't get to play any of the newer games that and come along. And they did the same thing with the PSP when people were saying, because they kept updating the firmware to block um, people from, uh, what, what did they call it? Homebrew. Oh, right. Homebrew applications and stuff like that. And they were like, yeah, you, you don't have to update, but you won't be able to play the latest games, which honestly, the PSP wasn't that big of a deal. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, it is what it is. You can whine about it all you want, right? but nothing's going to change. Yeah, nothing's going to change for you. It's not going to sit there and make things better. I mean, you don't. You can always go to the Xbox. Let's be, let's be completely honest. The li li Linux on an Xbox wasn't all that great, first of all. The machine is not designed to be a computer. It technically is a computer, but it's not designed to be one. Right. So it, it wasn't running applications at lightning speed. It's just designed to push out graphics. Yeah. It's like a Ferrari. <laughs> it sends a horsepower, but it has no torque whatsoever. You know what I mean? Well, that might not be accurate, but you know what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. um, if you want a cheap Linux computer, go, go get a computer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but uh, it bummed me out at first, but then I, you know, got over it. Speaking of bumming out, oh. uh, we finally have something for you. It may not be much, but it has something. But it means something if you have a Kindle, an Amazon Kindle Fire. Seems that Amazon spokesperson Drew Herdner told the New York Times that in less than two weeks we we're rolling out an over-the-air update for the Kindle Fire. We didn't stop the fire. <laughs> this is great news for anyone having issues with the latest tablet from Amazon. However, the information about the update is rather limited. We don't know if it will cover some of the common issues that have come up in recent weeks, like insufficient volume of movies, occasional lockups that require users to perform a hard restart by pressing the power button for at least 20 seconds. Difficulties connecting to personal Wi-Fi networks. Amazon would only go on to say that the update would address would address improve overall performance and multi-touch navigation, and add a feature that will allow users to delete their browsing history. Huh. Now, I can imagine that would be lame if they decided not to address some of the major concerns, like the connectivity of Wi-Fi. Uh, the only one, the one thing that Wi-Fi <laughs> that <laughs> does irk me about is that Amazon is planning to have something in two weeks, which places it the day after Christmas. Now, that is not a good sign, given that some people will receive this as a Christmas present, and if they encounter some issues on day one, they may um, have them to return them without ever waiting for the update. Uh, let us not forget that this would play, um, place those people having difficulties having a device that doesn't work for, properly for over a month. Yeah. This is a bit of a lax mentality by Amazon that is selling a device at a fever pitch, but many people are complaining about certain problems. I think Amazon should really work harder to keep their keep the people that gave them the benefit of the doubt happy early on. Basically, I think Amazon is like betting on, oh, well, everyone knows the Kindle's the shit, so whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, no, dude, because... The world's moving a lot faster than it used to, and you yeah. keep pissing people off for long enough, they're not going to buy yeah. your shit. And even and some people, because of this news, are holding off buying one. And I'll actually, when we get into our um, our main topic, I'll probably give you some more reasons why you don't need to get one, so it doesn't really matter. 
Uh, speaking of enter segue here, <laughs> um, Epic Games announced their. We're new... doing so good. Yeah, I so know. Good. I, I had nothing. Yeah, nothing. Um, no. Epic Games announced their new title, Fortnite, at the VMAs. Is it VMAs? No. Yeah, it was at the VMAs. Was it? Okay. Um, the no, the VGAs. VGAs, yeah. I put VMAs. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> music? Um, the video musical? Yeah. Ones? They announced it everywhere. <laughs> at the VGAs last Saturday, and it looks pretty sick. Um, as with any debut trailer... Or debut trailer. Excuse me. French. Um, mm. <laughs> there was no gameplay on display. Uh, based on what Epic lead designer Lee Perry has said, the game will feature freeform construction inspired by Minecraft. Quote, I see lots of questions asking if Fortnite is freeform construction. It is. It's not scripted or just boarded up existing structures, Perry wrote. And it stands to reason if you can build a world, anything can be destroyed. That's about all I'm tossing out there for now. He, he added that Microsoft, or I'm sorry, Minecraft was an inspiration for sure. Um, even though Minecraft is the inspiration, it's not the original print. Another quote, Minecraft lets you build anything, he wrote, we are focusing... We are focusing on constructing buildings specifically. Um, he also added that he still has no information to give with regards to platform or time frame. Um, so that's kind of cool. Free, any freeform construction is sick. And, and, and like I said in the beginning, Minecraft did more than just make a, a freeform construction game. They created a genre. So we're, we're going to start seeing games that are going to use aspects of Minecraft and improve on them and build on them into... into different um different games go in different ways with it because it's not too and i think people don't notice because it's not really too often that genres are created anymore Mm. because all the genres are pretty much created right but this minecraft really shook it up and that's why i've always i've always talked about i've always stood by i don't even play the game anymore i still talk about it um actually i was playing it last night anyway (laughs) segue from that asshole (laughs) Speaking of playing with it... Damn it! Uh, <laughs> this is music to my ears. If you've listened to any of our previous podcasts, you will know that I on, have, on several occasions, recommended the FX series The League for pure hilarity value. Currently in their third season, the series has been enjoying some high ratings. So much so that Fox... I mean, FX... It's owned by Fox. Has uh, decided to renew the series for a fourth season. What of isn't owned episodes. by Fox? Seriously. Uh, it's averaging 1.7 million total viewers and 1.5 million adults, 18 to 49, up 25% and 32% respectively, versus season two. Quote, the league continues to be one of our most successful comedy series, both creatively and from a rating standpoint, says FX EVP Nick Grad. Uh, creators Jackie and Jeff Schaefer, along with our terrific cast, are doing wonderful work each work each week to make one of the funniest shows on television, and we're excited to order another season. Personally, I started watching this series on Netflix for the season for the season one, and loved it. Immediately after, I picked up season two, and I've been watching season three. The series evolves around five guys that are part of an NFL fantasy league, and plan to win the Shiva Trophy. While the series uh-huh. doesn't evolve completely around NFL players and stats. It does show what they will go they will do anything no matter how long or how low to win the trophy at the end of the season. So for the upteen time, watch the damn show. Yeah, I mean, uh, Nomad's a big football fan and he wanted me to 
to watch it. I'm not a football fan, and I don't follow it at all. I don't want to watch a game about. But it, it really has nothing to do with football. It's very, it's very. It starts off with that, and then goes into like, yeah. So you know, I mean, it's pretty. It's a pretty good show. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the thing too is the characters will remind you of your friends. Yes. So some of the some of the low stuff. And if they, they don't, you have really shitty friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which character am I? Asshole. Uh, um. I would say I'd say you're probably you're probably Ruxin in some respects because you'll find the logic in some ways to prove Sorry. your point. <laughs> that, that's because my points are always logical and sound. <laughs> Duh. Like what Ruxin says one time, they go, "Aren't you defending like the um, this uh, paint company whose paint explodes when you use it?" Yeah. What's your argument? Well, the paint itself is inexpensive. What do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> Done. Case fucking clothes, dude. Because it's cheap. What do you expect? Yeah, you yeah. get what you pay for, shit. <laughs> exactly. So a bit of bitch. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I think it's time for some new releases. It sure fucking is. Um, you know what? Netflix was kind of quiet this week. Um, just a little bit. Looks some like History of these, Channel blew up on Yeah, there. well, I kind of was just... Honestly, some of these I've already said before. I'm just picking some favorites that I've been into um, last the last couple weeks. Into the Universe with Stephen Hawking's um, That's an always awesome show. always good. Um, Spaced, we've said that before, but it, if you haven't watched it, watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, America: The History of Us. That's a cool show. That, if you really want to feel like a badass, or if you want to cry because you realize we're not that cool anymore, yeah. go ahead and watch that. Um, and how it's made. That actually is a new edition, and that's always cool. <laughs> Um, games. Huh? Yeah. The first game, I can't believe this. Stormwind one. for the Dreamcast comes out December twenty second. I'm not kidding. Um, it, it, <laughs> it's been in development since the system was active, um, and they, for some reason, decided to release it. I'm not going to get too into the details. Stormwind. S T U R M W I N D. Google it. Um, Star Wars: The Old Republic comes out on the twentieth. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> Trine 2 comes out December 21st, and I could have sworn that was coming out in January. Um, I Hat Geeks, which is a puzzle game for the DS, or 3D fucking ass, or whatever. The latest Game Boy, uh, December 20th. <laughs> Postal 3, which I thought that was dead, comes out on December 20th. And Sonic CD comes yeah. to the PS3, December 20th. <laughs> Please tell me what comes in the theater, sir. All right, in theaters this week we have on December twentieth we have the girl with the dragon tattoo, which actually looks kind of cool. That looks kind of dope. Once I saw the full preview, I was like, I kind of want to see yeah. that. Yeah, I didn't know what it was about. Yeah, uh, Adventures of Tintin. Yeah, that looks dope. Yeah, dude. that comes out on December twenty first, and also rumors are that the Hobbit teaser trailer will appear before that film. So. That actually looks... <laughs> You're going to see cats, the teaser trailer ends, and they just get up and bounce, that's, dude. That's probably what happened with uh, Mission Impossible, because it had a million, uh, $1.1 million midnight showing, and it was showing the prologue to The Dark Knight. So you know that took some bounce yeah. there because of that. People watching and just dip. Yeah, they're like, oh, I, I'm out. Cool. That's I, an expensive trailer. Watch. That's yeah. an expensive trailer I just saw. You know they went to the concession. Hey, I want my tickets back. I'm yeah. trying to watch this movie. <laughs> uh, we've got We Bought a Zoo, which is... Uh, Matt Damon and the beautiful Scarlett Johansson. Ooh, buying oh, zoo. Yeah. Uh, on December 23rd, The Darkest Hour on Christmas Day. What the fuck is with that movie? I don't and know. There's always one. There's, there's always a horror there's flick always on a horror Christmas. Flick. Yeah. And War Horse on Christmas Day. They had a badass advertisement for War Horse that came in the paper because I'd buy the Sunday paper for the ads. All right. And it was like a folder and it held all the ads. I was like, oh, that's convenient. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and by the way, for The Adventures of Tintin, you know, uh, Peter Jackson, Steven Spielberg, but also Stephen Moffat, 
of Doctor Who wrote the first draft of the script, and Edgar Wright yeah. wrote the second draft. Which means draft. you so, have to go see yes. it. Which means you know it's going to be smart and hilarious. You love at least one of those directors. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't, you have no soul. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Like everybody. You need Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, you need Jesus. <laughs> All right, for DVDs, A Farewell to Arms. That one I missed. Um, what is that? Uh, that's actually an older, um, an older, uh, like World War One okay. drama. Well, I mean, if it's not Black World War Two, why are we paying attention? Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> Blackthorn. Uh, we've got Catch Forty Four, Colombiana, which has the sexy, the the hot Uhura. Oh, Just God. play some like, play some like, sexy music or something. <laughs> Play some Key Sweat. Keith Sweat. Sweat. Sound off, yeah. Keith Sweat, really? <laughs> Nobody, baby. You know what I mean? Dolphin Tale. Yeah. Uh, Futurama Volume 6. Yeah. Straw Dogs. Uh, Warrior. Godzilla vs. Megalon. Holy shit. Yeah. I missed that one, too, huh? <laughs> yeah. And Margin Call. Uh, so, some, uh, some, it's, obviously, Christmas week is always light. Um, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, comics? Com- comics are thick because I added a collectible section. Um, <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, so DC, like I always, if I don't say a number, it's issue four. Uh, Batman, Batman Odyssey three of seven, Birds of Prey, Blue Beetle, Captain Captain Atom, uh, <laughs> Catwoman, um, the Chase trade paperback, DC Universe presents End of Nations two of four, Green Lantern Corps. Uh, Justice League, nice. League Aquaman of Superheroes. Is to be in that one. Yeah. Uh, Nightwing, Red Hood and the Outlaws, Supergirl, Thunder Agents. By the way, Rock Red Hood and the Outlaws was one title, and Supergirl was another title. Because you said it kind of like, yeah, Red Hood and the Outlaws, Supergirl. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. the Outlaws, Supergirl. That's an X rated book. Uh, um, <laughs> Thunder, okay, I'm sorry. Thunder Agents 2 of 6, Wonder Woman. <laughs> And Young Justice. <laughs> All right, on the Marvel side, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> da, 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 dick. Uh, Am- uh, Amazon. Amazing Spider-Man six seventy six. Avengers twenty. Daredevil number seven. We've got Fantastic Four six oh one. Fear itself. Fearless five of twelve. Jesus, that thing is gonna keep going forever. Wait, really? Fear yeah. itself. Yeah. What the fuck? How long are you afraid of something? Like, calm down. Hulk 46, <laughs> Invincible Iron Man, 511, Ultimate Comics Spider-Man uh, is number five. We've got Ultimate Comics Spider-Man Volume 3, The Trade Paperback, Death of Spider-Man, hmm. and Prelude. So, uh... How is... Have you been following the new Ultimate? Actually, I haven't. I read the first issue because I wanted to just kind of see what it was, and it was kind of cool. It was different, going in a different direction. I hadn't really read everything about him get, how he got his yeah I need to check like it that, out so. I hope they don't do it some stupid way nah well I don't know do looks a lot like Donald Glover but what can you do <laughs> Donald Glover <laughs> he's black we gotta kill him <laughs> <laughs> that shit was so funny that was so awesome <laughs> what did he say oh, he goes he goes and then the internet when they found out that I might be Spider-Man which was not true by the way yeah. he, he goes it's split in half half was like yeah I won't even see Spider-Man with that. that's Donald Glover the other half was like, he's black kill him <laughs> I was laughing my ass off <laughs> uh, Donald Glover's too funny he is uh, Venom number 11 Wolverine number 2 um X, uh, this is the Regenesis, Wolverine, X-Men, number three, the Regenesis, and X-23, number 19, which should be about the end of that run. We got others here. 
what do we got here? We got art of Joe Jusco, hard <laughs> hard uh, hardcover. Yeah, he dude. he's known for drawing um, the old school fantasy. Um, he draws uh, women in a kind of a pen up way. Great artist. I mean, pick it up. From IDW. Um, yeah, IDW. Um, Dungeons and Dragons. Um, Drizzt. I never pronounce it right. Four or five. Um, that's from the uh, Forsaken Realms storyline of Dungeons and Dragons. One of the greatest um, characters to ever follow in a Dungeons and Dragons line. Just amazing. Um, IDW again. And Doctor Who 2, Volume 2, When Words Collide. Worlds Collide, not Words, Worlds. <laughs> um, trade paper. IDW. <laughs> and we got uh, Godzilla Kingdom of Monsters, <laughs> number 10 from IDW. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, number 5 from IDW. And Transformers Death of Optimus Prime, one shot from IDW. Oh my god. And, uh, ooh, collectibles. Oh my god, there were so many sick collectibles, dude. Um, this inspired the fucking section. Um, Disney Comics and, uh, that makes no sense. Basically, <laughs> there's a Disney collectible out. It's from Dark Horse. Um, and it's a, it's Mickey, but it's tiny. I got a link, you can... Yeah, I saw the, I saw the Mickey. The Mickey looks kind of cool. Like old school Mickey. Yeah. yeah. Um... It's pretty. It's pretty dope. And then uh, Mass Effect. Moving on, Mass Effect's Normandy SR2 Cerebrus ship replica. Uh, the ship is slick as fuck. Um, Batman Black and White by Pat Gleason. Catwoman um, one four scale statue museum quality. That ship is slick. Yeah, it is. Oh man. Um, and DC Universe Online Harley Quinn statue. Of course. Uh, as he gazes gazes off and <laughs> and the table keeps rattling. <laughs> Moving right along. All you know right. what I want for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> that Harley Quinn from Comic Con, dude. <laughs> that chick. Uh, just yeah. Wow. All right. Well, technical difficulties. <laughs> well, this week, as you all know, it's Christmas on Sunday. Woo-hoo. So. Uh, we just thought we would kind of go down the list of some recommendations that we have for Christmas gifts for, you know, those people in life. A DVD, comics, games, tech, and maybe anything else that we can just kind of think off the top of our heads. That would be just good to give for the holidays. Um, and uh, so I give a recommendation and uh, Sapien's going to give one. And uh, so the first one we have is DVD. So oh, real quick, let me say real quick. We don't disagree with each other. Oh, no, no, yeah. Like, his recommendations are fucking awesome, and we all know mine are awesome. So, we both agree with each other. So, I don't think it's like, well, this one's better than this one. Fuck all that. <laughs> um, I have to say, Star Wars Blu-ray box set. Sick. It, I mean, you know, you say what you want, complain about the, no, you know, all that stuff. But you know what? It's Star Wars on fucking Blu-ray. No! <laughs> <laughs> Um, just the deleted scenes of the original series of the original alone, trilogy alone is enough to buy it. Yeah. Also, the 90 minutes worth of um, parodies and spoofs that he put on there from Chad Vader all the way through yeah. SNL and Buffy. There's some really cool stuff on there. I Yeah, there's a couple things that are missing from older sets, so you may not want to throw those away. But, I, you know, it is... It is what it is. It's it's Star Wars on Blu-ray. It's something we've all wanted. The picture quality is great. The audio sounds awesome. You know, I, I really... And you know what? The blinking Ewoks... Who gives a fuck? It's not even that's that. Little it's shit, just, it is dude. little shit, but it's not enough to make it completely creepy. No. But uh, that's... They were creepy anyway. That's Let's be true. Honest. That's true. That's true. Unblinking little rat people. That's not <laughs> creepy to you? 
Think about it. <laughs> Uh, what about you? I have suggested the Lord of the Rings Blu-ray box set. Yes. First reason, it's the Lord of the fucking Rings on Blu-ray. Right? <laughs> exactly. Um, they the picture quality is so good. We were speaking about this earlier. The picture quality is so good that you still have to switch discs in between the movies. Yeah. And, and people are complaining. Oh, it's a Blu-ray. You can fit. They kept the the quality so high that they still needed to split. Discs. Yeah, because the thing is is that people could have gotten the one disc version. It's like uncompressed. Yeah, and it's completely it would have to be compressed down, you would add to audio and video degradation, yeah. and it just was better for them to just simply leave it as is. Yeah, you know what? We got through it on the DVDs because, you know, DVDs can couldn't handle it, but um, and also, some people have said, you know, and I agree that the picture quality of the first one isn't as good as in the, the last two, but the first one was a trial run. Yeah. They didn't even know if they, they, it would actually work out to actually bring those and actually spend more money to do the digital versions of those films. So the other two, yeah, got got incredibly better. But, you know, yeah, I mean... The third one, dude? Oh, yeah. Looks astonishing. Like, <laughs> I mean, I was watching it on Blu-ray and I was just like, oh... My God. <laughs> I saw Jesus. <laughs> All right, for comics this year, uh, this will be my recommendation this year. I guarantee you next year. I was surprised this came from you. You really? Yeah. Really? Uh, my recommendation for next year. what will, I was going to pick. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, uh, my recommendation for next year will most likely be Earth One Batman. Uh, Done, dude. <laughs> but my recommendation for this year is DC's Flashpoint. Nice. Hardcover. Now, uh, you can actually get them pretty cheap on uh, Amazon right now, like 15 bucks for yeah. the hardcover. Uh, it's the full collection of all five issues of the Flashpoint series, which is what took the old universe into the new. Um, you know, and like I said, I never, was a, I never followed DC as closely as Marvel, but I have to admit, I really liked the Flashpoint story. Uh, it, it kind of, it, it was, it gave us that whole parallel universe and all things and then kind of was a way to kind of just like juxtaposition us into a completely new universe. Um, I liked it. I thought the story was a little, I think the last issue kind of seemed a little rushed. Yeah. But I know where they were, tr they, because they were trying to get somewhere, unlike Marvel, which decides to take seven issues and you start to yawn by five and six. Yeah. Um, I, I really liked this one, and I thought it was a it's a great great one, especially for somebody who hasn't gotten and actually kind of perfect segue into your into your recommendation. Yes, and quite fitting that I have the second spot in this list. <laughs> um, the new Fifty Two DC um, hardcover run. It's one hundred and fifty bucks. You know what? No, not all the new Fifty Twos were good. We we can admit that yeah. most of them were, yeah. but not all of them. There were one or two that kind of were like, "What the hell?" Yeah. Um, but what? How great is it to have that on the shelf, dude? I mean, yeah. it's all of them in a hard cover, just ready to go. Yeah. I mean, that's that's, and I don't know. It's just sick. You know what I mean? Like, if you yeah. have 150 to blow on comic books, buy it. Yeah. I mean, it's really. I mean, and the thing is, is that here the 52, the new 52 is one everybody. A lot of people, I'm sure, got the big. There were tons of people that got the box set. Just yeah. all all 52s. Yes. And uh, you know. I, and yeah, a lot of them were. There were a lot of winners, and some, um, some meh, and others that were just like, "What? What? Um, yeah, like, why did they do that? What? Uh, why is Green Lantern?" Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, it, yeah, you know, I thought the Fifty Two is is really what kind of was some of the new direction, especially Justice League. Yes. Uh, Detective Comics um, and uh, and even Action Comics really kind of took brought me back into the DC universe and, and really enjoy it. 
Yeah, DC's killing it right now, dude. Yeah. All right. So for games, Ooh. kind of surprised with my my I pick this too. week. Yeah, my pick this this um, this Christmas, only because it's a it's an older game. So it did well, but it didn't do as incredibly well. But it anybody who's played it has loved it. And mine is Portal Two. Uh, the reason for Portal Two is because it isn't a traditional video game. You know, it isn't like you know, Call of Duty or Arkham City, you have to go through these levels, but you have to use a little bit of gray matter. Yeah. Because you have this portal, and you've got to get it just right so you can get into these other rooms, and it's not all that easy. But the great thing about it is that it it tests you and, and makes you think, but in a good way. Yeah. And not in a frustrating way. Yeah, <laughs> not in a frustrating way where you're like, come on, i got to get through this thing. But I, I love it, too, because of the fact of Stephen Merchant the voices in in, yeah. in the game are just so hilarious and they're so funny. They make you laugh after you go through that whole little thing. You have the little cutaway scene and you just crack up and you hear the little jokes in there. Oh, really? really? Is that is that how you're gonna do it? Is, is that what you're gonna do? Yeah. You know, it's it, it's just hilarious. It's such a fun game and if you want it, it's futuristic. So if you want, if you're looking for you know kids and you go well. I don't want to get him Call of Duty. I don't want to get, get him Portal 2. It, and it's actually really, really fun to play. And it's a really cerebral game. It, it, it is. And it, it, it makes it fun without being too taxing. Yeah. And I'm not surprised with yours. <laughs> Your pick. The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim has been chosen. Um, <laughs> don't fucking... No. Uh, it just... This game moved me. This year, I mean, um, I'm a big Elder Scrolls fan, of course, um, but I mean, it's just so awesome game. I do suggest if you have the computer that can run it, get the PC edition. Yeah. Um, the reason I'm saying this is because the mods that you can get, um, the game is set up like all Elder Scrolls games, where the community can make modifications. I'm talking like full-on cities and, and different dungeons. I mean, the game will never end. They're still making Oblivion. They're still making Morrowind mods. <laughs> so, um, this game is just amazing. I was telling a story, um, that I was just wandering around, I found this dungeon, it was like three days going through this dungeon, just like piecemeal, because, you know, I have a life and shit, um, and I, and I, I really? defeated this dude, I was all into it, and I, when I walked out of it, I actually felt like I was physically walking out of a dungeon that I just fucking decimated. Like, I was like flexing in my room. Like, I was just like, <laughs> ugh, you know? Um, yeah, I was gonna tell you, you gotta stop wearing the loin cloth, dude. Gotta, gotta, gotta kind of oh, stop. Oh, I'm going full on naked now. I'm gonna <laughs> no, I mean, the game, not only is the game well put together, you know, it's got some flag for the PS3 version, but they'll fix it eventually. Get over it. Um, <laughs> it it's the storytelling. No, I want fist now. <laughs> it's the storytelling, it's the graphics, it's. You can tell that they just were so meticulously gone through every detail of that game except for PS3 version <laughs> um, it's just an amazing game to play and it really gives you that feeling of you are the one hero you know? and they don't have a lot of games like that everyone's an anti-hero now right, yeah. I don't want to be an anti-hero I want to be the fucking chosen one dude like all of you bitches looking at me right now you want that old guy from Last Crusade you have chosen wisely yes <laughs> flex <laughs> <laughs> I want to be able, at the end of the game, to stand squarely on my penis. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it, will keep, it will keep me elevated. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, 
Tech. Uh, I, I'm sure. Sense. I'm sure some of you will be surprised at my recommendation, mostly because you know what? There, there's quite a few, and I, and I do have another recommendation. But my primary recommendation, sadly enough, is the Apple iPhone 4S. Um, Sadly enough, <laughs> because mostly because of the fact that you know there, there's been a lot of devices that have come out, and and but the thing is that the one that the reason why I recommend this is because it's actually quite good. It's the technology is there. I didn't get a cookie. <laughs> uh, the technology is there. I mean, you got the faster processor, you've got two antennas, and to be honest. Downloading apps or updates on the iPhone. That two antenna bits to ship. That updates happen so much faster. When I, I'm fiddling around with um, with old man dude's phone, it updates so much faster than my phone. It, it's ridiculous. Uh, also, too, uh, you've got the Siri. Which yeah, that's creepy. Siri is creepy, but it is actually really, really cool. It's and actually it, really creepy. And, <laughs> and it's really functional if you're using it in the proper in the proper text. Great way to go hands free. Yeah. Great way to uh, be able to uh, multitask, listening to messages instead of stop. The, you know. And I've been reading online like, oh, I got Siri to fuck up. Yes. If you were trying to get it to fuck up, yeah. you will. But I mean, if you're just every day like reading my text message, what's going on with this? Da, 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 it's yeah. gonna work for you. Yeah. Is it gonna rain outside? You know. Things like that, and, and to be honest, I think the iPhone. If you're asking it like where the hose at? Yeah, you know. and it points to your mom. Oh! Shows a picture of your mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, it, it's it's a really cool device. I really think it it has a lot to offer, and you know, I, I personally think if this was in the iPhone five, it would have it would blow up the charts. Mm -hmm. um, but you know that that's my recommendation. On a, uh, but I'll get to it after we go with uh, my other recommendations. We'll get to after uh, Sapien gives your recommendation, which I was a little little surprised with. You were, were you? Yeah. So everyone's on the Kindle Fire freaking train, but I'm recommending the Nook tablet. I'm going to give you a few reasons why. A lot of people... Oh, please do. Oh. A lot of people <laughs> are ignoring the Nook tablet because they're just so like, oh, Kindle, Kindle, Kindle. Now nowadays, it's like when you hear the word ebook reader, you don't think anything but Kindle. Well, my two Kindles broke, so Kindle can suck it. Um, no, there's a real reason why. First, the customizable, customizable OS, right? That, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but just for normal people. I mean, normal who aren't going to tinker with their shit like me. And break them. Yes. The Nook's, <laughs> the Nook's um, IPS display is amazing, for one. Um, now, when you're in the house, you know, whatever, it's still going to work just as good as the Kindle. The, where it shines is in direct sunlight. And, and outside, you can see it a lot better than the Kindle. Um, movie and music downloads. Now, obviously, the, uh, you know, Amazon and all that crap. There's a big key difference. The Kindle Fire thing doesn't have any external, um, external like, SD cards or whatever. The Nook does. So you can mm. buy multiple SD cards. You can buy a huge SD card, put a bunch of movies on it. You know, that's important to me. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> you know? that makes sense. Yeah. Um, what I have? I have show notes. I have show notes. Hold on. Uh, um. Oh, the processor is better. <laughs> the Kindle Fire has a one gigahertz dual core, but it also has twice. Wait, the Nook tablet has the same processor. They both have one gigahertz dual cores. But 
Nuketown has twice as much RAM mm-hmm. so at one gig. Faster. So it's going to run faster. It's going to run quicker. So you got to think about it. A lot of people are like, oh, it's just an ebook reader, whatever. Yeah, but they're not trying to be ebook readers. They, you can go on the web. You can do this and that. You can play games, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, that out the out the door. Out the door. <laughs> and you want to know something surprising? The <laughs> application, the app selection is actually better on the Nook. Hmm, really? The yeah. They, they have a, just a lot more going for them because... The Nook is more true Android. Oh, that's true. So you 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 have a lot more going for it. It's just the Nook tablet's fifty bucks more. It is well worth the money. The browser works better. Everything is better on the Nook tablet. If you are, if you're one of those people that oh I need I need a Kindle because it's a Kindle, you might as well buy an iPad because you're already like them. You've already lost. Okay. <laughs> Um, the Nook, if you if you are trying if it's last minute and you still haven't got somebody a gift and you know they're a reader, do not get them in Kindle Fire. Get them a Nook tablet. You can also read it if you bring it into a Barnes and Noble. You can read any book in the store yeah. while you're in there, which is kind of dope. All right, so I'm uh, done. I'm you're done. Not, you're done. Um, all right, so I think some other recommendations I have off the top of my head for like box sets, uh, really really cool box sets, especially if you're into you know. Um, Older movies and you want to upgrade them to Blu-ray. The Back to the Future box set trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, really awesome. The Even the behind-the-scenes stuff, the making of, is all broken up per disc per movie. So you only see what was relevant to that film. Deleted scenes and all that other good stuff. Um, really r- great picture quality. Good transfer. Mm-hmm. Everything looks great. That's probably uh, another recommendation I would I would um, tell Th- people. That almost get. was mine. Yeah. But then I remember Lord of the Rings. <laughs> um... Another, um, one of the, uh, another, I think for video game, I would have to say, yes, of course, Arkham City. Yeah. Um, which everybody pretty sure was, thought was going to be my number, my, my full recommendation. Um, Arkham, Arkham City. Arkham City is great because of the fact that it's, it's a detective game and it's a lot like Grand Theft Auto, but with Batman. Um, you can, you have all, you have the main mission to find out what, um, Pro, um, the protocol is, but at the same time you have a, a humongous array of side missions, and you can easily go and do those side missions and finish, and then get back onto the main trail. So it very much is Grand Theft Auto in that area. Mm-hmm. You can grapple and glide your way across the town. Um, it's, yeah, that game is sick. It is. It is an amazing game. Um, and uh, the only other I would actually say would be a um, tech would probably be the Galaxy Tablet. I still liked it. We played it at Com- we played with it at Comic Con, and um, I actually liked it because it wasn't it wasn't oversized like you get with the iPad. Some people are like, "Oh, well, the iPad is uh, is large to get a big picture." Yeah. That's not always necessarily a good thing. Size ain't all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I kind of I, I liked the uh, Galaxy Tab. Anything you wanted to add to yours? Why did they never make a Quantum Leap video game? I don't know. I was just thinking about that. I don't know why. Um, well, obviously, I agree with everything that Nomad is saying, um, all the game selections. I do I do suggest uh, Battlefield 3, uh, mainly because it's such a improvement from previous titles. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I can suggest Call of Duty, but everyone who wants it already has it. Um, moving down the line, I mean... There's so much happened this year. Yeah. Sickening how much crap is going on. Um, I can suggest... What was that other game? <laughs> what was that other game? 
I don't remember. There's so they're just ridiculous amounts of games. Get um get Skyrim, get Arkham City, uh, get Battlefield Three. You already have Call of Duty. Um, <laughs> another suggestion. Um, if you haven't checked it out, I mean, it's only in the, it. This the current Doctor's not too far in, man. If you haven't checked out Doctor Who, get on yes. stepping on it. Get uh, the latest what six season just went to six, DVD yeah, or six, six series. The six me. series is just out, and the five, series five I think is on. Pick it up. Netflix now, isn't it? Yeah, the whole, all of series five is on Netflix, uh, so you can watch that streaming. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, and don't forget Christmas special. Christmas special. The Doctor, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Ooh. Christmas Day. Oh, by the way, Net, I, I suggest checking, um, if you haven't checked it out in a while, Netflix streamings. They added a lot of stuff. Yeah. They've added a lot more current things. They've added um, a lot more television shows and stuff. It's, it's kind of dope. I'm on it a lot more lately. Um, yeah, uh, uh, Dixie Chick, her new Blu-ray player that she got has streaming on it. Yeah. And she's like, so I have to pay Marco. You know what? Just pay for it for a month. Try it out. Stream it through your TV. Yeah. You may end up wanting to keep that instead of the DVDs. Who knows? Um, yeah. Other than that, I mean, all right, yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah, we pretty much said it all. If I'm missing something, then go buy that too. <laughs> this is extra stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, in this beautiful time of year, oh, I think it's time to give us some douchebags. I think it's time for some douchebaggery. For that the, never stops. Yeah, that that's three twelve months a year, three sixty five. 366. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Alright, so my number three douchebag is uh, need to check the chaperones. So this comes from MSNBC. In Seattle, the Seattle School District is investigating how a fugitive from the law ended up on a school field trip Wednesday afternoon. A fellow parent recognized the man, Donald Vassar, from the TV show Washington's Most Wanted, and, call, and police were called in. Vassar fled, but turned himself in, at, uh, in after a patrol officer, SWAT, and a canine unit spent hours searching for him. The Department of Corrections employee reached Vassar on the phone and convinced him to give himself up. The drama started when 20 Lowell Elementary students and a few adults went to Cal Anderson Park for an ice skating field trip. Vassar was one of the chaperones. He wanted to go uh, to this field trip with his daughter because she really wanted him to go, said Mary Vassar Johnson, Vassar's mother. He said he was going to take a chance because he didn't want to disappoint her. While walking back to school, one parent recognized that Vassar was wanted by the police. <laughs> Officers were called in, prompting, lock, uh, prompting a lockdown of Lola Elementary. According to the Washington Department of Corrections, Vassar was in prison from 2006 to February of 2011 on a drug conviction. Great role model. Vassar violated probation by having wine in his fridge, and a warrant for his arrest was issued on November 28th. In a statement, the Seattle School District says it's currently investigating how a parent was allowed to participate in a field trip, saying each Seattle school is expected to conduct a watch Washington access to criminal history check on all parent volunteers. It appears that there was some miscommunication in the building today. The parent was not clear to chaperone. If this is true, I'd probably be quite bothered, said Amy to a parent with two kids who were in the school during the lockdown. <laughs> that's wow. special. That's, that's a special that's, moment. That's, yeah. a, that's a special kind of douchebag right there. Oh, man. I mean, nice. if you know you've been featured on a 
on a show like Washington's Most Wanted, <laughs> you may want to kind of stay home. And yeah, it's just, like, dude. It's like, you know what, baby? I'd love to take you, but unfortunately, if Daddy goes out, he's going to be away from you for a lot longer. It's like, I'd love to go, but unfortunately, um, they take me alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hardcore about it. <laughs> My uh, number two douchebag goes to American Airlines, and I titled this one, Don't Tell Alec Baldwin. <laughs> uh, here is something that will most likely get some people a little pissed off. Not to mention that, uh, uh, not to mention, should make Alec Baldwin more annoyed than he already is. It seems that American Airlines has approved pilots to use iPad devices while in flight. Seems a bit funny since they most recently kicked Baldwin off a of flight for playing on his iPhone. The reason behind the decision to remove uh, was to remove about 45 pounds of paper from each plane. Each would save them about 500,000 gallons of fuel a year. I guarantee you that none of us will be using any discount, uh, will be seeing any discounts on tickets when they plan, when you plan your next business mm. or personal trip. That's a significant savings, says David Clark, a pilot that is heading up the iPad effort. For the past six months, Americans have been testing, uh, American has been testing iPad use on 777 flights out of Los Angeles, some 300 flights in all. One question comes to mind is that that pilots can play with their digital devices in flight while people can't even have them on. I think that's a fair question, Clark said. First and foremost, the FAA makes the rules and we follow them. What makes for another question is, what about pilots stay, um, staying up front playing on an app that they're instead of actually flying the plane? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm checking paperwork. Angry yeah. birds! Yeah. yeah, you hear it too. <laughs> <laughs> Plants versus zombies. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's like, absolutely not. No Angry Birds in flights, he said. <laughs> Indeed, there are only two apps loaded to the iPads. A customized program for reading flight charts and a PDF reader for reviewing the plane's manual if needed. They could have used a cheaper tablet device. Yeah. only uploading two fucking things yeah. on it. Uh, and I wrote here, yeah, but how long will it take before the um, for those pilots to get other apps on there? Yeah, they'll eventually you know? go. Yeah. I mean, it's a good idea. Have their own playlist on it's there. a good idea because it does save money but it's not we're not saving money yeah so we're not saving money so, yeah and we can't even have them on but they can go ahead and use access their stuff bitches yeah. be bitches dude all right my number one douchebag oh shit and it's great because it was christmas themed right and i thought that was awesome so my number one douchebag i titled it spoiled much and this comes from digital spy a 13 year old girl has written a letter to Santa Claus threatening to kill him <laughs> if he fails to bring her good Christmas presents. Makita Austin of Bed from Bedford warned that there would be fatal consequences if, he, if she failed to receive at least two gifts from her Christmas list, which included a Blackberry and, a real, and the real-life Justin Bieber. She also vowed to hunt him down and kill Santa's reindeer so she could serve their meat to homeless people on Xmas Day. Well, that's nice. And signed off the note with, Remember, two of these or you die. I don't really believe in Santa anymore, but I was angry because I thought I wasn't going to get all the presents I wanted this year, Makita said to Metro. I wanted all these things and I don't see why I shouldn't get them. The youngster's mother, Tracy, who was who um, was the first to discover the note, insisted that her daughter would not be punished. When I found the letter, I thought it was funny, she admitted. Now I, 
I think I get I better get her what she wants. The last thing I want is for her to kill Santa. <sighs> now, at the same time, you think, wow, the mom is the the the, the kid is a douchebag for writing to Santa, basically saying you do it or you die, because that whole you know getting being good and getting cr- gifts from Santa apparently missed this girl's right, head. Right, right. Yeah. But then you think of the woman, the mother, Tracy, is an even bigger douchebag. Oh, I better get her what she wants because I don't want her to kill Santa. Really? Yeah. And that's the message you're sending to your kid. Oh, yeah, I didn't want you to kill Santa, so we made sure we got you a Blackberry for a 13-year-old. And also, how much fails the kid wanting a Blackberry? Like, yeah. Really? <laughs> at least an iPhone. Yeah, at least go for an iPhone. Jeez, don't be, don't be that big of a douchebag. Oh man, so uh, so who who are who who reached your epic level of douchebaggery? Well, my first douchebag score. <laughs> uh, high school football players suspended for tie bowing in the halls. Now this this is more my first people douchebag. still tie bow. Yeah, I know. This is more my first douchebag because it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, um, sure the issue of prayer in public school is a touchy <laughs> subject. But what, uh, what of tie bowing in public school? Four students at Long Island's Riverhead... Oh, no wonder it's in Long Island. Long Island's <laughs> Riverhead High School, including three varsity football players, have been suspended for tie bowing in the halls, which they were apparently doing pretty much nonstop for three straight days. Okay. Wow. This is a quote. Brothers, brothers Tyler and Connor Curl... You don't have to be racist about it. <laughs> and their friends Jordan Fulcoli and Wayne Drexel... We're all given one day of in-school suspension. What kind of fail is that? What's an in-school, in-school suspension? suspension? That's cruel We're going to suspend you, but you have to come to school anyway. Uh, Wednesday, <laughs> after three days of getting on one knee and bringing their fist up to their forehead, like <laughs> Mr. Typo's signature move. Uh, we've been doing it all week, said Tyler Carroll of Culverton. We started on Monday. We, we saw Tybo doing it and thought... It would be funny. Oh, it's not Tybo. Um, it's Tebow. It's some dude. Look, look. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be very serious right now. Okay. My first douchebag was Nomad's third. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice, and I got this one on the quick. Um, let me finish reading it. The school is saying they have no problem with Tebowing. So that's what it is. Oh, it's Tebowing. I know that. Explain it then. Uh, Tebow does a signature move. Tim Tebow. When he does well and he does this stupid little move and it's ridiculous. Oh, no, I know. Yeah. 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 So anyway, basically, I'm failing. This is on the fly, dude. I'm failing failing the kids because why would you do that for three days? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. I thought they were exercising. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That would have actually been funnier. Yeah. (laughs) So I clicked on it. That the, you know what you know who the real douchebag is me yeah. for not checking what no man was doing. Uh, anyway, you don't have this one, asshole. Um, <laughs> second one, man. <laughs> this one's so funny. This is in Wesley Chapel, Florida, and you know what? It's always Florida. And there was this whole game called Florida or Germany, where they'll say something really weird, and you have to say if it's in Florida or Germany. Hmm. Makes sense. It does. Um, Wesley Chapel, Florida. The truth is not... I don't want to read you a joke. Deputies in Florida say a man stole a woman's car while they were on a date. 
at a Tampa area movie theater. The St. Petersburg Times reports the 27-year-old Michael Pratt told the woman he needed to get something from the car while they were watching the movie. She gave him her keys. When he didn't return, she called him. Authorities say Pratt laughed, then told the woman he had stolen her car. Nice. Wow. Pasco County Sheriff's <laughs> deputies say he now faces grand theft charges. What the fuck? Um, the victim, who is 35, tried contacting Pratt for two days before calling the sheriff's office, according to the paper. Pratt called... How'd she get home? and she walk? I don't know. Pratt called her four... Pratt called her four days after the movie outing and said he dumped the car in a Walmart parking lot in Newport Ritchie, authorities said. Deputies found it and, and arrested Pratt on Wednesday. The car, a silver 2012 Ford Focus, was a rental. According to the Times, Pratt previously served more than a year in prison for the same charges, as well as fraud, uttering forged bills, and failing to return rental property. Was this like a? Is this a mental issue? It like, must be. He is obsessive in, compulsive. Yeah. <laughs> he is in. It has to be perfect, though. It yeah. has to be a rental. It has to be a yeah. rental. Uh, he is in the Pasco County Jail. No authority. No attorney was listed on Pratt's jail. Oh, of course, not. of course not, because he's a douchebag. Oh my god. <laughs> my number one douchebag is Sony, who has been in this spot many times. Um, I like the picture, though, by the way. Yeah, the double face palm, Captain Picard, and Riker, dude. <laughs> um, I titled this one, Sony, You're Embarrassing Me. I'm going to explain why. Not too long ago, there was news that the PlayStation Vita wouldn't be able to handle more than one PSN account. A few, okay, a lot, of people weren't too happy about this. Then Sony clarified that it was one PSN account per memory cut. Still kind of lame, but better. Well, Sony wants to clarify the situation once again. In their new clarification, Sony says not only is the PSN account tied to your memory card, but also to the Vita as well. Quote, uh... if a second person is using your Vita, Sony Rep told Wired, it's not just a case of switching out memory cards. It's clearing out all the saved data on the Vita in itself when you do a factory reset. Wow. Being that no one is going to flash their Vita every time they want to switch accounts, this really isn't a better option. One account per Vita and that's it. Try getting your message right the first time, Sony, so us trying to report the news don't look like idiots. Wow. I have written three articles about this topic because they keep fucking changing it. It's ridiculous. I don't even want that's, to talk about it anymore. That's so fucking gay. Fail. I'm failing it for one... The the minor fail? The, li the I'm doing a, like a, a thing? The, the smaller fail is um the one PSN account per Vita. That's kind of gay. The, oh, excuse me. That's kind of lame. We don't want to piss anybody off. Um, fuck, I give a fuck. The, the <laughs> bigger, the bigger fail is that you can't get your shit together. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you're Sony, you're not fucking the five and dime down the street. You're not Microsoft. Oh shit, <laughs> Sony, the new Microsoft. What? What? Oh man, that's a super fail. That right is there. super fail. Super fail. All right. Well, this week, in the spirit of the holidays, oh, we have a uh, special. A, a, a special, epic person. Yeah, we've we've joined forces, <laughs> and uh, free lap dance for toy donations. Yeah. Sometimes you have to think outside of the box to help get kid toys to needy kids. Well, this sh Chicago strip club has done it before and is attempting, and and it's their first attempt led to a five 
car load of toys for needy kids. It's for the children. It's for the children. All the guys have to do is bring a toy to Chicago's Admiral Theater and receive a free lap dance. Lap Dances for the Needy Initiative, which was a big success last year, has restarted and will give anyone that brings in a new toy a free lap dance. The stipulation is that you get one lap dance per person, regardless of how many twenty toys. Homie, you're like I got twenty lap dances. I'll be busy all day, motherfucker. (laughs) Why don't where do all the kids' toys go? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) The toys are given to bringing a McDonald's treat. I know. The toys are given to local churches, and the toys are handed out to needy children. I think this is the only time where churches don't turn their nose up to people trying to do their um, part to make someone's Christmas a little brighter. They say giving is better than receiving. Oh, I agree with this. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh. That. Yeah. Where is this at? It's in Chicago. Oh. <laughs> Suddenly it's like, oh man, this oh. You would expect this from L.A. Yeah, you kind of would. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you would expect this to be year-round in L.A. <laughs> oh, oh, man. That's awesome. So, site comments. Site it was comments. pretty light this week. It was very light this week. We only have two real good ones. We got one from CJ on my HBO app review, which uh, wasn't that great of a review. Uh, but uh, <laughs> What? <laughs> well, I mean... Uh, um, Are you reviewing your review? <laughs> no, actually, I meant the, the app wasn't that great. Oh, okay. Uh, so, CJ said, I'm so glad that... No, no, no. Uh, he said, I'm, I'm so, so oh, 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 glad. glad to see that others had the same experience as I did. My home Wi-Fi on the iPad 2 didn't play the movie, but I'd get a few minutes, then a black screen, then the message, audio only streaming. Connect to stronger Wi-Fi or 3G signal. Uh, what? Uh, so I tried 3G, thinking it wouldn't work at all, and it worked like a charm. No hiccups or stutters. The picture quality um, was great as well. I tried everything to fix the problem, but it, it actually is not the problem on my end because my Netflix movies and programs stream beautifully. So it's definitely an HBO Go app issue. I sure hope they fix it. I love to watch on my iPad too while I'm on the treadmill or elliptical. And in the in the review, I said that when I try to run the the app on my phone through my internet, my home Wi-Fi, it was choppy. Sometimes it would freeze and the, yeah. the, uh, the picture would go um when i did it on 3g it was a little better but not a whole lot yet at the same time i went my netflix through my phone on my wi-fi and it worked perfectly so yeah there's something wrong with the app there and a uh, hotel nerd on my open letter to nbc about why i hate them spoke with the truth <laughs> about community um, I smell an internet fan movement to save this show that will most likely make little or no impact on the decision. Yeah. And the pr- part is, that's true. Yeah. yeah. They never do. They never do. How, how, they how may get years, you one extra season. How many years have they been trying to get Firefly back on? Yeah, it's true. You know I mean? It's like, yeah. Now that now they're bringing it up again of, oh, Netflix could, uh, could restore Firefly. No, it won't. No, no. And I'm a huge Firefly. No, they, no, it's not. Hey, they did the movie. That's Move it. Move the fuck on. Yeah. The movie is done. Yeah. They, they did the movie. It killed off a couple of characters. It's alive it's in comic books. Yeah. Read them. Read them. All right. So this week's recommendations. Uh, okay. Mine takes a little explanation. Uh, I did a, I did a uh, fuck up. And uh, by accident, I started to reformat my external hard drive. Yeah. And uh, I had pictures and backups and comics. Porn. And um, my 
iTunes library, <laughs> 34 freaking gigs of music on there. And, uh, yeah. And, of course, everyone knows that if you're trying to uh, restore your iTunes from your iPod, it's not happening. No. Uh, but after hours of looking online and then just going to YouTube because there's everything's on YouTube. Yes. I found this freeware program called SharePod. SharePod is actually... I thought it was going to be a, such a big hassle, but it was so easy. And these guys made it... It just it worked out so well. Plus, it's free. Um, it actually runs on an... It's an independent program. And what it does is it'll actually take everything from your iPod and back it up onto a computer file. So I told them, send it to this file. And then... When it goes to backup, it has a little checkbox that says update iTunes as well. So then it'll actually do both at the same time. Yes. And it uploaded everything back on there, even the stuff that I had bought. And the great thing and the problem that with some of the other programs is it listed the artist, the title, the album title, and um, the genre that you yeah, had it listed. It kept all the everything. The only thing that kind of sucked was I didn't get all my artwork back. But you know what? It's that's that's it's, fucking whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. It's like okay, I'd rather have my music than the artwork. Yeah, you know. So um, <laughs> you gonna throw the fucking iPhone? Yeah, fuck shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was cool. But also be sure that when you set your iPod, like for me, I have all my library on an external. Problem is, is when I originally did it, I forgot to send it to that new folder because the folder got deleted. So iTunes automatically went to the default. So I ended up with seven thousand songs, and quickly had to get rid of the files that it's like, hey, we can't read these files. Okay, cool, they have an exclamation mark. I can get rid of all those. Yeah. So it was a little pain in the ass, but that that was my mistake on doing that. But all in all, it's a great program. It's called SharePod, and it's freeware. You download it. It's not a trial. There's another one out there that's a 30-day trial. Fail. Which is, yeah, fail sauce. So um, this one's great to have, and you can keep updating. And it's great, too, if you don't even want to update it onto your... Um, your iPod or your iTunes, you just strictly back it all up on your computers, so you can still have those and not run into that issue again. Yeah. So uh, that that was my uh, that's my recommendation of the week, and I think a very very solid one for a lot of you out there. Yeah. <laughs> Did it do? <laughs> um, I'm recommending Smurfs, the movie. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you, you better explain. I'm recommending <laughs> I'm recommending the Smurfs the movie for a couple reasons. One, I watched it last night. Well, that's not the reason, but. Um, I watched it last night, and my children thoroughly enjoyed it. And really, that's, you know, if you're a parent, obviously you want your kids to enjoy shit. Um, it's part of life. <laughs> I watched the movie, and I laughed on several occasions. So, even though the movie's not going to win any friggin' awards, or it's not revolutionizing the industry, it's still a campy, funny movie. Plain and simple. It's not, doesn't have perfect special effects, but they're funny. They're great. The dude who plays, uh, what's his name again, that plays Gargamel? Oh, Hank Azaria? Fucking spot on. That, that was Gargamel. I was terrified of that fucker when I was a kid. Um, the movie was just funny. It was it was a good time. Perfect Christmas season type of flick. Sit down with your kids and watch. Um, Neil Patrick Harris, was he, was, he wasn't really acting silly. He was just acting like normal, but he's still a good actor. Um, Sophia Vergara or whatever, she's in it. She's hot, dude. Um, the, the movie was good. It was good. I was surprised. Like, they wanted it, you know, and I was like, oh, fuck, I don't want to. And I used to love the Smurfs back in the day. I was like, whatever. So I watched it. I sat there the whole time, all the way through. Thought it was awesome. So, check it out. 
<laughs> you don't all my the point I'm trying to make with this recommendation is a lot of times people fall into the Ugh like I'm above that movie. You know, like you're supposed to just enjoy movies. It doesn't matter if how many fucking awards it won or what actors are in it. If the movie is enjoyable, watch it. Enjoy the fucking thing. If you're not gonna enjoy it, then don't watch it. I get that. But a lot of people like these movies come out. And people go, oh my god, fuck that movie. I'm never going to see it in my life. Well, why? You've never even fucking seen it. It doesn't, you can't, you can't say that something sucks without seeing it. My, my objection to the movie is not as highbrow. Mine's simply live action, really? Yeah. You could just make a cartoon. <laughs> Which is fine. Yeah. And that's, you know, if, if you don't want to see the movie, I mean, I'm not saying it's a movie that you have to fucking see. I mean, it's whatever. But, and I do I do admit that if it was a cartoon, it probably would have been a little better. Because the best part of it was when they were in Smurf World. Because that looked kind of badass, live action. But they're only in it for like five minutes. Yeah. You know, because it's obviously cheaper to film in the real world. Um, you know, because that world doesn't exist. So, <laughs> the... Um, Clicks for clearing that yeah, one. Yeah, the, the whole... They explained the Smurfs' existence kind of cleverly, but can't be as well. I mean, it's just fucking Smurfs, dude, you know. So I, I dug it, and I, I think that if you have to, even if you don't have kids, and you just fucking stoned one night, just rent it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it was it was a trip. I mean, it was the Smurfs. They didn't really change anything. So I dug it. Watch the fucking thing. <laughs> Try to act all hardcore now. Yeah, Watch the fucking movie. All right, <laughs> bitches. Uh, all right. Well, before before we head out, um, we we uh, we yeah. Try, let's try that again. We will have a podcast next week, but it will be our end of the year podcast for 2011. <laughs> and uh, so we will have one next Monday. But uh, after that, we're going to take a week off. Yeah. We'll, we're we're going to regroup, yeah. you know. Yeah. Have some changes when we yeah. get back, too. And uh, yeah, so we're going to we're have a few little a few little changes. Actually, they're not, I guess it's kind of little, but not the same. For us, it's a little bigger. Yeah, yeah you guys yeah, don't really care. Yeah, you guys could give a shit about it. Uh, but for us, it's a personal thing. It's a personal thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nudes. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Nudes of your mother. Yeah. If I'm you... talking to the listeners. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we'll have next week. So next week we'll have our end of the year podcast. Uh, recapping some of the stuff for 11 and our top douchebags of the year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're doing that. Yeah, we got to do our top, <laughs> top douchebags of the year. Fortunately, most of them are on OneNote, so we'll be able to at least yes. get through that so yes. a little easier. But, uh, okay, so... Wait, who suggested OneNote? This guy. <laughs> Pointing at myself. Yeah, and then who went, oh, I don't really use OneNote, you know. Yeah, because I was on Linux. Yeah, and now you're like, oh, yeah, I got two, I got two OneNote. I've been using OneNote for everything. <laughs> Uh, the only reason I remember my kids' names that shit don't want to <laughs> with their picture. Yeah. Hey. Hey, you're uh, Tyler. Okay. <laughs> you couldn't even pick one of my kids' real names. No. <laughs> it's like I don't know what their names are. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, yeah. Doba King. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I told you to take take a real name and it makes more sense. All right. So uh, before we head out, we want to remind you all that you have many chances to follow us. Be sure to like us on our Facebook page. I always think you're going to say we have many chances to win. <laughs> I don't know why. I always think, it's like, what? What are we winning? 
By the way, if we ever have a contest, the only difference between our contest will be we will be eligible to, to yeah. try out. <laughs> we will be eligible yeah. to win. Uh, go ahead and follow us on Facebook because in the end, don't we all want to be liked? Mm-hmm. Go to facebook.com slash thelazygeeks, one word. Again, we're on Google+. Plus. Well, the website's on Google+. Plus. We're not on it all as much anymore. Uh, gplus.to slash thelazygeeks. Go ahead and follow us on Twitter. Uh, Twitter.com slash thelazygeeks, one word. Or you can follow myself, lazy underscore nomad, or sapien over there at lazy underscore sapien. Hi. <laughs> Be sure to follow us on our YouTube page, uh, The Lazy Geeks. All right, and that about does it for us. So it's about time for us to check out. So please comment on this or any podcast, either on iTunes or the website, thelazygeeks.com. Or even our, our uh, Lipson site, which we've gotten a couple comments on there. Oh, we yeah? have? Yeah, we have. One was in German. Complete German. And I'm like, wow. Did you translate it? Um, no, because I was like, wow, there's probably some Hitler Youth rally going on. Really, dude? Yeah. yeah really. Wow. Yeah. I have a, a speckin' of German in me, and I'm offended. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> so be sure to tell us the good, the bad, the sexy, and the redonkulous. <laughs> Uh, be sure to leave a comment, because if you do, we just may read it on the podcast. Remember, we're thinking, so you don't have to. Want to wish you all a, uh, I think, uh, Hanukkah's this week, too. So, uh, yeah, happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, well, Merry Christmas, uh, ha- happy holidays. Um, happy non-denominational day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, happy Canadian Boxing yeah, Day. To, to, to those of you that have nothing to do, happy Sunday. Was, you know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. Keep on keeping on. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so until our end of the year podcast, peace out.